Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. There we have it. It's all happening. Recording in progress. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. My name is Joel. <laughs> and I'm Steve. And you're going to have to do something with that microphone because every time you move it, it like clicks and makes it oh, sounds shit. like cellophane. How's that? That's better. Fine. Okay. That's great. Okay. That'll work. I'm coming. I am. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know how people do that with the cans, like in radio with the cans on. They can hear themselves. But yeah. I, that may. Maybe if I could hear myself, it'd be different. But anyway, people, the reason we're having this conversation is that I am in a rental car in Forest Park in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, podcasting with you all. If I now, if I was walking by, you would look a little shady. You'd look a little no, shady. just no, I just look like I'm a guy having a very important business call. There you are. This is important. You know, I'm business. a. I'm an, I'm working a deal in, you know, some foreign country on a Sunday morning before my yoga class. That's who I am now. <laughs> is, is that is that how you're projecting to the that universe? That is what I am. That is what I'm trying to project to myself. Sure. I don't know if I'm trying trying to protect project that to the universe, but sure. I'm trying to convince myself I'm important. So, uh Joel, why are you in St. Louis? Well, Stephen, I'm in St. Louis because I am finally getting to see a Pearl Jam show that was scheduled for April 4th, 2020. Wow. And for, for those of you that have not um, been paying attention for the last two years, we've been under a global pandemic where big public events like that weren't happening. So that got shut down. And Pearl Jam gave everybody the option of like, well, I mean, you will give you a full refund for the ticket or... You know, this is a postponed day. We will come back. Hold on to your ticket. So I am, I've held on to my ticket and uh, this is that show. And I've, I've seen like, you know, I could have like got closer seats or general admission seats. And every time I'm thinking, maybe I should do that. I'm like, no, this is the seat I'm supposed to have. So this is the seat I originally got. This is the one I'm having. And I'm, I'm excited to finally get to see these guys because so, i was supposed to see them go ahead the show is tonight or was last night so the show is tonight i see i got in i got in yesterday and played around st louis yesterday and then um yeah but the show is tonight gotcha well i guess for yeah. some reason i thought it was last night so i was kind of open here a, a review <laughs> oh no no i, I mean <laughs> no no review I mean, I did see a show last night. I saw a, a theatrical production at the St. Louis Rep called House of Joy. But um, why well, do I know that? I don't name. think it. I know that name. Uh, it's, a, it's a new. It's a new play. Oh, it's, and then I don't know that name. Yeah, I mean, maybe you know the concept of it. It's sort of a. I don't know. I think it's like. Here's the thing. I don't want to give a review of the play because, um, it, that's not my job, but. I really don't know what it was about, and I was in the audience. So let's just put it that way. Okay, now I'm intrigued. <laughs> it was, it was, it, 
I'm nope. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Okay, fine. I, can't. fine. I can't. I mean, I can't. Not because it just wasn't. It just wasn't my cup of tea. It wasn't it? Wasn't what I find engaging about live theater? It wasn't. Um, I think that it wasn't very well executed. I thought that um, it was really tough to be there um, in the audience. Not because they were provocative or making me feel uncomfortable. It just was that um, bad. I'm not going to say bad. <laughs> it just wasn't executed in a way that kept me engaged or gave me any sense of uh, that. I cared what was happening to these characters or what was going on. Wow. For not, so, being, for not, for not reviewing, that was pretty scathing. Well, that's the thing is like, I can put a bunch of like quantifiers on it, like good and bad. And I won't do that, but I will say that I did not find it to be, um, a piece of live theater that kept an audience um, engaged enough so they cared about the stakes of the story. Sure. I get that. I don't care about I mean, any of these people or how this ends. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wow. Yep. I'll, I will save, I will save how I handled that for the Patreon off off oh. podcast conversation, Steve. Joel's alone in St. Louis, having just seen a piece of theater that was his home. <laughs> the theater life was unsatisfactory. <laughs> yeah, that would be the that would be the way I should. Yeah, it was unsatisfactory <laughs> to me. I'm sure there are folks that probably just thought that was a, a, amazing, and that's the sub, subjective nature of art, right? Sure. But it was not for Joel. Not for Joel. And I you, and I have a you, lot of academic reasons why, but I won't go into it. So you're so what are you gonna do with your day? You're gonna do some yoga. You're gonna what are you gonna do? So I was walking the first thing I did when I got to St. Louis yesterday was I went and got some breakfast. I looked in Yelp and there was this place called Songbird, and my favorite Grateful Dead song is Bird Song. So yes. I went, I went there and it went really well. It was delicious. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to go walk around a park. So I came to forest park in St. Louis, which is this huge, vast park that has two golf courses, a lake. You can rent boats on the zoo, a bunch yesterday. They had hot air balloon races going I mean, this place is amazing. Um, and, I, but I was, as I was walking around, I saw a yoga class and I Googled them and they have another class on Sunday mornings. It's raining kind of right now. So hopefully they still have class at 10, but so I'm going to do that. And then I'm faced with a fork in the road, Steve. I could go downtown and be the Uber nerd Pearl Jam fan and like stand in a merchandise line and, or I could, if I had a general admission ticket, I'd be down there already. We wouldn't be doing this, but I could, you know, go to the botanical gardens or go do some record shopping or, you know, I think that's what I might do is just see the city a bit more. Where are they playing? They're playing at the enterprise center downtown. I guess I don't know anything about that. I, for some reason I thought they were playing at, you know, the hard rock amphitheater thing. Oh no, no, they're at the big the big indoor stadium thing. I see. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll have to look that up because I'm not familiar with it and I kind of obsess about arenas, I guess, for music. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a 
yesterday I was driving around and I was thinking about you being in St. Louis going to see the show. And that made me think, I don't think I have an anecdote. Let's hear it. And I don't think that I've ever told you this. And oh. if I have, then stop me. Well, whatever. I'm going to say it anyway. But um, so first of all, tangent that I heard a Pearl Jam song yesterday that I've heard before, but I don't know the name of. But I really, really like it. And I'm not going to try and sing it to you. We'll get to you later. But stick a pin in that. Okay. Um, because it was uh, I was watching that Chicago show from 95. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard, I saw the part where Eddie Vedder thanked the dead for letting them use their stage and stuff like that. Oh my God, that's so cool. And, mm -hmm. um, but that made me think, I was thinking about synchronicity and I was thinking about um, uh, at the camp out at Lake McConaughey that we used to do a long time ago. Where the I big would play pig? The, the Eat the Big Pig. Yeah, where I would play, where I would DJ on the beach. Mm -hmm. And I think it was like the second or third one, maybe. <clears throat> And I didn't know you very well, but you were there and you were around and we had the huge bonfire going and I'm, you know, I've got my stuff out on the beach and we're playing music yeah. and, uh, and you wanted me to play even flow. Oh yeah. yeah. And I was like, I mean, I distinctly remember being like, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. I probably like, I don't, I remember I don't. you being like, yeah, we'll get to it if we get to it, man. But then, but then I remember like just the way you like looked at me or were like, like you really like you wanted to hear even flow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wanted to freak out. I that, wanted right. to, well, and that, yeah, that's, I wanted so to lose my point. mind. And I might've been the only one there doing that. To that that's 100% correct. But that's the point of the anecdote <laughs> is that I relented and I played it yeah. as loud as I could. Yeah. And you went insane. Yeah. Like whirling yep. dervish level of, and, I, and that's, and so that's my, uh, that was my, um, I guess introduction to the power of Pearl Jam was watching yeah. you, you know, just you, it wasn't that you went, didn't, you didn't lose your shit. You like, you were exercising demons. Yes. Mm. With the, mm. with the huge bonfire in the background and Joel's just, Wah! yeah. And it was amazing. I, so I, I do remember that because that was, that was like, I guess if you want to get real, deep on that that was like me ceremoniously recapturing a wild part of myself from high school so like yes i would i would go to i mean i would do that in my room or in my car mm -hmm. listening to them with my brother but um or if i was at a party with like-minded musical tastes right but in ord nebraska you know we'd have these vfw dances right they'd hire a dj Right. The kids could go listen to the music. And so it was either like pop bullshit or yes. country. Right. And I would always go up to the DJ because they'd always be somebody that they booked to come up from Grand Island or Kearney. The big city. And I, yeah. And then I knew they had some stuff in there. So I'd be like, you got any Pearl Jam? And they'd have lists and I, they'd be like, yeah. And then they'd play the one Pearl. So it'd be Alive or Even Flow. Or I remember one time, I think they played the Pearl Jam song, I Got Shit which is I think more commercially known as I got id. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's another one of those just kind of rocker freak out songs. And I remember just like the dance floor clearing everybody going to get a flat Pepsi and me <laughs> just like slamming against the wall, screaming my lungs out and everybody just like standing back watching right. the freak show. Okay. We're going to avoid that guy. 
Yeah, and then after the song ends, it'd be like, all right, next up, Chattahoochee by Alan Jackson, you know, <laughs> and I go outside and smoke a cigarette in the alleyway, you know, like that was me. I was that kid in yeah. small town high school. Yeah. So, me yes, too. when you when you played that, it was like I got I was with my my people. I could do that, you know. Well, that was, uh, you know, the, <laughs> what hit me yesterday is that you were dancing to Pearl Jam the way I danced the Grateful Dead which is totally all, all bets are off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really is uh-huh. like, yeah. And it's, what did you, you said releasing demons. I mean, that's, yeah. if I were to put any, if I were to put any, yeah. If I were to put a point on my early relationship with them, it was the teenage angst being, having a place to be, you know, like it mm-hmm. had a place to exist in that music. And then I, I'd been doing this thing the last week where I, I made a playlist of all of their studio albums and just hit, hit, you know, shuffle. Mm. And some of their later stuff, it's like, I got to grow up with them. I got to right. like become a, a, you know, graduate colleges with, with you know, so I'm listening to this mm-hmm. music I'm like, Oh yeah, that album came out when I was in grad school and that made a lot to me or that album was the album they were touring when I was dating Kirsten and Mm -hmm. they were touring with Tom Petty and we got to see them and Tom Petty in Denver or, you know, their latest record I've listened to the, the, you know, in the midst of a fucking pandemic, you know, like that record. So it's like they matured and so did I. And there's that part of me that still is that, you know, 20 year old throwing himself around the sand, but there's also, a 42 year old i'm gonna get sad <laughs> there's a there's a 42 year old that like really is looking forward to being in the same room with his heroes you know i get while it they're, while they're still alive i get it man believe me i get it so whew. well that was intense damn it that's great man <laughs> i don't know you swallow that better than i do <laughs> what i you mean i've seen you get emotional on the podcast and you're able to kind of eat it better i just like now it's like that's I'm just sound I'm, like I'm just, of- I'm just i'm you know if one, i'm not good at a lot of things but one of them is stuffing my feelings so you know <laughs> i'm not good at a lot of things but i'm good at repressing mm-hmm. oh yeah man it's like you know um in the last two years i just post about this on social media like this, this ticket was in my, you know, my Apple wallet and it just said TBD on it for two years. Right. And honestly, I would just like pull it up and look at it a lot. Cause I'm like, who knows if I'm going to be alive, who knows if they're going to be around, who knows a lot of shit can go down. So I'm really fucking grateful. I get to be there tonight. Right. <laughs> mm. Well, I'm grateful you get to be there because I know that's a big deal. It's a huge deal. And it's like, Mm -hmm. I follow all these online forums and people are like bitching about set lists. I'm like, guys. Yeah. That's uh, uh, so so there's pick, there's picky deadheads in the Pearl Jam world too. Yeah. There are very, very much so picky Pearl Jam fans. Um, That's always bothered me. I mean, I can be kind of, you know, I like certain things, but in the end, it's all about, you know, whatever it's that we still get to do it you know do we still get to do it and also mm-hmm. like 
I, 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 they I owe actually, me. They yeah, somehow they owe, owe me. <laughs> they owe me a set list that I've wanted to. They, they owe me yeah. all the 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 weird white whales I've been chasing, and their you know my fifty seven shows I've been to, and you know it's like I don't no. I don't person. I, that's not who I am as a fan. And um, there's certain songs that I'm like, if that one comes up, I'll probably go take a leak, you know, but right. I'm not going to, I don't know. It's like, uh, I, I, I actually couldn't refrain from replying to one of them. And they were like, they said something like, I hope we don't get a set list. Like, you know, two weeks ago at blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, one of the, one of the worst quote unquote worst Pearl Jam songs, in my opinion, is this weird ass obscure song that never got released on an album called Sweet Lou. It's Jeff Ament, the bassist, wrote this about um, Lou Alcindor. He's, he's basketball obsessed, right? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And uh, I was like, they could literally play Sweet Lou for two hours and I'd be happy. You know, <laughs> like right. I'm, I'm just glad to be there. Yeah, I love, you know, the bathroom song. Like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. I think I'll go. I'm going to go. I'll be back. What's your What's your Grateful Dead bathroom song? Oh, there's a few of them. Some are not, well, um, some of the couple of the newer things, Lazy River Road, which is a nice song, but I know how it's going to go, you know. And who knows? Maybe I'll stick around. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It kind of depends my, my, on when I have to pee, actually. Yeah, exactly. I'm thinking, I'm like, I really hope I have to pee right if they fire up the, the song Sirens. It's not my favorite song in the world. I'll go take right. a leak during that. Yeah. And I did I did make the mistake of rushing to go take a leak at Fairly Well and missed uh, Bob playing Ripple by himself. That was, I really wish I wouldn't have missed that. Man. I heard it again, though. It's fine. <laughs> what else is going on? Oh, fuck. <laughs> That was a wave, man. That was a yeah, big wave. Joel, needs, Joel needs a minute, everybody. Yeah. Oof. Um, what else is going on? Oh, How so about, go ahead. Well, my Airbnb host, the reason I was a little bit late hopping on is I was chatting it up with him. I found this. So this was not the original Airbnb I had booked in April. I, I told them I'd rebook, but I as I was looking for other stuff, I was like, I want a better place or whatever. And this was my second choice. Well, this, the first choice fell through. This was my second choice. It's just a room in this dude's house. And then the, but the reviews are through the roof. They're all like, this guy's amazing. He's got tons of stories. He worked in the music business. He's really cool. He also makes amazing breakfast because he used to be a, he started a a rock and roll sort of catering business, touring catering business. Oh yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like whipping up some eggs and hash browns and shit for people is no big deal. So I had like home fries, scrambled eggs, fresh fruit, good coffee this morning. And I was talking to him because he has all these posters and playbills lined against the like on the walls. You go, yeah, you said some of those, from, they're pretty awesome stuff. Fillmore they're East, amazing. And, Fil- mm-hmm. a lot of stuff from the Fillmore East. And he was, and I was like, tell me about that. Like, I know you, I, somewhere in, in the comments of, or in the reviews of your Airbnb, you said that, or somebody said you worked in the music business. It's like, yeah, I worked lights and sound for a lot of years and started my own catering business. And I said, well, you know, I saw a couple of those events that, um, that you, that you put up is that stuff you've worked at. And he's like, yeah, I worked, you know, Phil Maurice a little bit. And I was like, I saw, you know, Bill Graham presents. Did you ever work with Bill Graham? He's like, yeah, he's a great guy. You know, I'm like, whoa. Uh-huh. Um, but then he worked. 
sound and lights and catering maybe all of it for he toured with hot tuna for a oh, while are you serious yeah so that's he was telling duty. me that's big time and he was we talked about the grateful dead a little bit he's like yeah i worked with those guys he's he, he had a funny story about um a visine bottle full of liquid acid um, uh-huh but he said yeah i guess i guess did hot tuna so after they broke apart the wall of sound did hot he said hot tuna got a good chunk of that and they yeah, with it. that that tracks i don't know the details of it, but i do know that the wall of sound kind of got parceled out you know to friends and whoever was interested and whatever yeah so he but he also had some stories so who was the sound so the sound guy for the dead was owsley who was the other guy well yeah owsley was initially kind of the the guy and then it was um dan healy that's who he taught. He worked with Dan Healy a lot. He meant oh, okay. he dropped his name. I thought that was really cool. Like, mm-hmm. so I was just sitting there just, so this guy's, you know, he's retired twice divorced, got an Airbnb. Sure. He's an usher, usher at the, for the Cardinals, you know, he's just kind of <laughs> hanging out. It's great. He makes, I'm like, he makes breakfast. He makes breakfast and he has an Airbnb and he's and an usher for the Cardinals. All games. Yeah. That cool sounds guy. all right. Yeah. Not bad. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's I what that's what I breakfast. got. Breakfast. Yeah, that's cool. I know. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. The last time I ever, I mean, the only other time Kirsten and I have ever done an Airbnb where the host lived in the house, it was very, it was very weird. Really. So, I mean, it, he was a nice guy. It's just we got food poisoning while we were there, and oh. it just. It was not good. And we felt really bad. And that story is not for public okay. discussion, but it was disgusting. Well, thanks for bringing it up. <laughs> but I was always, I'm like, I don't think I'll ever do another Airbnb where the host is there just because I don't want, I feel like I, but this guy was totally chill. Like I came downstairs, he's on his iPad having a cup of coffee. I'm like, hi, I'm Joel. How are you? And he's like, I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm going to like this guy. Yeah. Uh, that's perfect. Yeah. It was great. That is kind of, you know, nice uh, thing about, I don't know if it's a nice thing, but like in, at a hotel, like there's no requirement on those, on that level. It's like, give me my key. I'm going to yep. go do my thing. Yep. And if you have to interact with somebody, it's like, can I get another towel? Right. Right. <laughs> Exactly. Or yeah, that, that is that. And the kind of person you'd need to be because the reviews will kind of decide whether or not you're going to succeed, you know, and this guy, (laughs) you know what I mean? This guy has nothing but five-star reviews. So I'm like, well, you have to be personable. If you're going to have guests stay with you, you gotta, you know, take care of the place, but you also have to be a kind human being and, and offer them an experience right. way beyond what somebody at a front desk would, because right. people will eat you alive in your reviews. I would imagine. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Online reviews tend to be, you know, brutal. So yeah, because, but on Airbnb, there's kind of like a, there's a give and take, right? Like if, oh, if I read a review can, as a guest, you can get reviewed too. Is that a thing? You totally can. You get oh. reviewed, you get, you have a star rating. Mm-hmm. The host can say whether or not this person was a respectful guest. And also like, if you're reading reviews of an Airbnb and somebody just like the towel wasn't folded correctly and it right. smelled like, you know, it smelled like sadness in there. I can't explain, you know, if the, people just complain about whatever. And uh, <laughs> then you just, you just look like a ding dong. 
you know? <laughs> I thought you were going to say you look like a dick, but somehow Ding Dong is worse. It's worse. I'd rather be known as a dick than a Ding Dong, right? <laughs> There's the quote of the day. <laughs> I'll put a poll. I'll put an online poll. Would you rather be known as a dick or, or a, a Ding, ding dong? dong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, what's new with you? Well, you were going to say something. I cut you I off. I don't know. Wasn't, it went away. Wasn't it good to talk to Will Harmon last week? Dude, I've been listening to was, a lot of Jungle Cat lately this week. It's been great. That was so great. Mm-hmm. If you if you haven't listened to it, everybody go back a week and listen to that one. It was yeah, cool guy. And, you know, I, I think that I, I'm sure that he would agree like he was kind of like, I don't know. You know, I felt the first few minutes, he's like, I don't know these guys. And then we right. started, you know, it's like, it was cool to kind of lock in with him and mm-hmm. have him share a lot about his inner process and his process with the band and things that he wants and, and having to kind of tell a story that about the band that was like, you know, it's changed a lot. And, mm-hmm. you know, we have varying levels of like, at one point I wanted it, we were going to, you know, play uh, the goal was to play Coachella. And now the goals have shifted and I'm okay with that. It was like really yeah, vulnerable he, and cool. He didn't uh, like, we didn't get the blanket, you know, the publicist letter of this is what a ferocious jungle cat is about. Yeah. 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 I thought it was, it was just a good conversation. Neat guy. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are they're just too much fun live like way too much fun gotta go you gotta do it i'm all i'm all over it we have a uh i'm looking forward to it's gonna be kind of complicated because we have some other stuff going on but i think it's next sunday i think it's next sunday there's a benefit for benji kushner Kushner? he plays guitar with josh hoyer and soul colossal and he's a Mm -hmm. long time uh, Lincoln musician person mm-hmm. and about town sort of situation. Um, I don't know him personally, just, you know, seen him around and he showed up for a few minutes at a, one of the exile shows, but he's a super mm-hmm. nice guy and um, <clears throat> a phenomenal guitar player, but he's a, he's battling cancer. Mm. Like he had it, it kind of got treated. It kind of went away and now it's back again. And as a, you know, mm-hmm. professional working musician, there's just not a ton of healthcare. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. And so um there's a benefit for him down at the zoo. And also I believe I wanna say bodegas, maybe they're kind of splitting it in two ha- two parts. Like On the, the same night or the different zoo. nights. Yeah, no, same night. The afternoons at the zoo starting at like three and then later at bodegas, I think. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna try to get down to the zoo for a while and throw a few bucks in the hat, you know. Yeah, but a bunch of cool bands playing, you know. Who's playing? I don't know. I'd have to look. There's a Facebook event for it, I think. Okay. But yeah, it's uh that's the thing that's happening that's I'm kind of well, I don't want to say excited, but you know, like I'm yeah, it'll be have plans to go to that because it will be it will be um you know it's a it's a worthwhile cause is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, for sure. And Uh, and a cool way and a cool way to 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 do it. Oh, okay. So here's the thing. Uh, one hmm. of the headliners is the reunion of baby Jason and the spankers. And I, actually okay, went, I go ahead. Sorry. I went, I mean, I, uh, went to school with, uh, Jason Davis, otherwise known as baby Jason from like, I don't know, kindergarten through my sophomore year of high school. We were classmates. 
Nice. And like, we were never particularly close or anything, but uh, that's just kind of cool, you know? Yeah. And uh, apparently it's a reunion is what the show bill says. And the Mezcal brothers are playing and Tony Meza and the hanging Cowboys and Lloyd McCarter. It's the zoo bar three to eight on Sunday, October 2nd. That'd be co- something really cool to be at. I just, oh. I remember seeing baby Jason and the spankers here and there back right when I moved to Lincoln. Yeah. And like blown away uh-huh. by them. Yeah. Yeah. They're very good. They're very good. Yeah. Jason. Can and play. so, and I wondered what happened to him because, like, he, I have no they idea. They didn't really play. They didn't really. He didn't really play for. A I long don't know time, if he right? moved away or what happened. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know the story there. But anyway, so that'll be kind of cool too. I can go and check out Jason, and you know, that'll be way cool. Yeah. Is that the same show that I saw? That is it. Chris Zwarte is playing. Duarte, Someone? no, that's a different Duarte. thing. Duarte, different thing. Zwarte and Duarte, Duarte. different things. Zwarte was a band that played locally back in the day too, right? Am I, am I, I getting my, 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 I think I am. Chris I Duarte, the guitar gunslinger is not from around here. Okay. Uh, I don't know if he's a Texas guy or what, but he plays the, uh, he's kind of a, I haven't seen him in 20 years, but uh, when I did used to go, so he'd come to the zoo bar pretty regularly. And he's Maybe that's why the, I thought he was local. He yeah, no, he, he kind of fell into the Steve Avon esque kind of situation, but but more than that, gotcha. like he's at least, like I said, it's been a long time since I've seen him. He, he he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, one time he uh, popped a string in the middle of a song, finished the song, and then his stage pattern because I mean, this is like a three piece band, they don't have roadies, you know what I'm saying, right? Right, uh, so he needs to change his string, and while he while he changes the string uh, as a time killer, he d- did a, uh, a Shakespeare soliloquy, like recited. Oh, it. wow. Yeah. While That's he's cool. Changing- yeah, it was really cool, actually. I got mad respect for somebody who's got a Shakespeare monologue in their back pocket at any time. That's literally what he did. He's like, well, I have to kill, you know, 97 seconds while I change the string. Here we go. To be or not to be. I, I, don't, remember the what, I don't remember what it was. I'm pretty sure I was still drinking then. So, you know, it's a little hazy, but a little hazy, a little hazy. Might not have been Shakespeare. He might have just been telling no, you it about was his day. I okay. got that part down. Yeah. <laughs> but like when I remember, like when he would play the zoo, the, those were definitely shows where, you know, metaphorically speaking, people were hanging from the rafters, you know, yeah, just totally, yeah. just totally off the wall. Rock and roll boogie insanity. It was great. Speaking of hanging off the rafters, you showed your girls like Eddie Vedder hanging from the I did, trusses. yeah, Francesca, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, at Pink Pop, or whatever yeah. that was. Uh-huh. Yeah, Pink Pop 92, baby, that was yeah. like, that's like the yeah, he picture was perfect, yeah. Completely off Inc- his rocker. Incensed. Like, you think I had demons to let go of? That guy yeah. had a lot of demons to deal with, and it's funny to watch like there's a that that doc you know we've seen the documentary pearl jam 20 i highly recommend yeah it i haven't watched that yet i need to you should check it out it's a good i mean you know cameron crow directed it it's really well done and um uh stone gossard is quoted went, during that time they show a bunch of footage of ed oh, jumping i have off. seen that documentary anyway sorry go ahead well yeah stone's like when they just lost their lead singer in their previous band as yeah, they yeah. were starting to gaze and he's like looking up and he's like we might lose if another we would, one. We might lose a fucking nut. Like and he's like, that would have been more than I could have handled. Like he probably would have hung it up at that point. Like right. just because Ed 
just as crazy and wants to be crazy. I mean that. Yeah. Seeing I can't him imagine hang- those guys. Cause like the, the situation that Eddie put himself in was definitely life threatening all the time, all the yeah. time. Like, like there's one little, that- one little slip of a sweaty hand and he's done. Yeah. Like there's, there's footage. Yeah. Yeah. He's hanging from lighting trusses 30 feet in the air. Yeah. At and least. then, and then, yeah. And then he's like climbing balconies and falling backwards into the crowd. All those folks had to do would be like, I'm not catching that guy. You know? right. And right. he's fucked. Yeah. 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 That would be, that would be difficult to be in that situation as a, as the, you know, like our, is, yeah. is tonight the night we're done. Yeah. And I think they, they talk about that, like yeah. at any moment, but there's no, but there was no stopping him. Like he was right. such a force of energy that there was no stopping him from doing it. So it's right. like, yeah. Yeah. He gave that up pretty quickly though. I think, I mean, by the well, time I saw them in the late nineties, he was not doing shit like that anymore. Yeah. So did you go to the top of the St. Louis arch yesterday? Yeah. You rode the little pods. What a death trap that is. <laughs> yeah. I've done that a few times. It's like, <laughs> I'm really glad that I, okay. So there's a, I, I prepaid for tickets uh-huh. because by, which was good. Cause I did the riverboat, the, the tram to the top. Oh, was that little, like a, a package deal? Yeah. And the, yeah, okay. and the documentary movie that was really great. Cause I just got to take a little snooze. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm glad I prepaid because by the time I walked to the very bottom of the arch and uh-huh. looked up, I don't think I would have done it. And I'm glad that I didn't see the documentary prior to getting in the death trap pods. Uh-huh. I think I would have bailed on the whole I'm thing. I'm sure almost nobody's died in those things. All, but that's the key word, my friend. Almost. <laughs> yeah, they're not big. And it's like, as you're going, yeah, you're, you're crammed. And luckily the people I rode with, the strangers that I rode with, uh-huh. we all kind of embraced the, the death Cramped trap. Yeah, yeah. You have to trap. Ridic- yeah. And we were like, well, uh, these are it. the people th- these are the people I'm dying with. And, and so they're in that, you're in that little orb uh-huh. and as it's going up, it rotates it like shifts a little uh-huh. bit. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Well, it's really, you know, I mean, it's a unique transportation module situation. You're not going to get anyplace else. Yeah, they 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 had a little video about like when they were building it. They're like, well, should we do escalators? And that would have been too expensive and too crazy because you'd have to go back and forth all the yeah, time. Yeah, like a thousand like, times. Yeah, and it can't be an elevator because it's curved. Uh-huh. And it can't be a Ferris wheel because but if you were to come down, like coming down the other side, people would fall. Uh-huh. So they created this new contraption. Uh-huh. It's a contraption. Like, it it is. It's very much a contraption. Uh-huh. It yeah, feels I don't know very how you would like maintain that in the you know, the tracks or the chains or whatever, like oh, in the middle of the arch. Like that's how, how does... I that's all I thought about, man. <laughs> that's all I could think about. Was, it is cool, though, once you get up to the top. Have these chains been lubed in the last 10 years? Or <laughs> if somebody has, if something I am, goes I am, wrong, Joel, I am Joel's anxiety. If so, yeah, it's a catastrophic thinking circus. <laughs> like if this track gets stuck, it's all, all eight pods are, uh-huh. are inextricably linked. Uh-huh. Um, 
<laughs> if what if somebody has a medical emergency emergency uh-huh. how do you extract them if one falls does that mean the other i mean it it's it's a it's a beautiful mind imagination mathematical equation of the catastrophic events that could happen uh-huh and then you just realize well i could be the guy that dies in the st louis arch and that'd be pretty cool you know that'd be pretty cool i'd rather i'd rather that than like in the following headline man dies in st louis arch yeah at the pearl and maybe ed would say my name or something but you know i I could be the guy that like um uh, local (laughs) local man 42 theater professor dies by shoving too many gummy bears in his mouth while watching (laughs) netflix for eight hours straight yeah the st louis arch is a better headline way better uh-huh. <laughs> Man chokes on gummy bears. And now to the weather. Yeah, right, pretty much. <sighs> well, well, have we done anything? Yeah, man, I cried. You did. That's true. That's some good and, content right there. And and I learned a lesson on how to just shove it down. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate it. Just shove it down. The show must go on, Joel. We can't have me blubbering. I'm a little emotional. <laughs> fine. But that's what it could. I mean, if I'm I like, let sit, that I'm, go. Like, I'm like sitting here looking at my watch like, oh, Joel's still crying. I don't know. Well, that's where I mean, that that's how that's how much was going on underneath the surface. That's what it could have been. Was just, I understand. Oh, and then their second <laughs> album, I used to, you know, I used to listen nobody, to that on tape. No, nobody, I, nobody wants to hear that. Yeah, and then Vitology came out, and I listened to that at church camp, and and and, and then Yield came out. It's like, no, no, dude. Well, wait, I forgot about No Code. Okay, No Code came out while I was living in Ordo by myself, and it, it was just so obscure that it really spoke to my feeling like an alien in central Nebraska. And, I mean, that could have been two hours. The two-parter, <laughs> Joel's part two. Joel's still crying about Pearl Jam. He missed the show. He's <laughs> sitting in a fucking rental car in Forest Park, St. Louis, crying, listening to Pearl Jam on his phone. And in other news, <laughs> <laughs> man dies, drowning in his own tears in a <laughs> Nissan Sentra. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, let's hope it doesn't come to that. I don't think it will, but I, I think there are going to be some, you know, there's going to be some some tears in my Diet Pepsi tonight. That's for sure. I, you know, the last time I saw Pearl Jam was eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. At, uh, the Can Lincoln you believe show. that? That's the, last, that's the last time I saw him. Really? In yeah, Lincoln, it was eight yeah. years. Fucking crazy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, and it kind of goes to show that like they played shows obviously between 2014 and now, I mean, they had a tour in 2016 and a tour in 28, big tour in 2018, you know, like go see your favorite music, go see it, just go see it. If you can go see it, go see it. Cause this shit's not going to be around forever. And I'm really grateful. I get to see him tonight. So right on. Well, I'm, I'm glad for you. I know you've been waiting for this for, you know, a while. So yeah, I'll give a review. Um, Hopefully it won't be like the theater review I just gave at the top of the podcast, but yes, it'll be great. Beautiful. Yeah. All right, man. Well, thanks for hopping on. Yeah. I'm glad we did it. Me too. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Well, I don't think this yoga class is happening, man, but I'm going to try. We'll see.
All right. Well, if you if you find yourself at an impasse, head over to Vintage Vinyl. Yeah, I think I might. When I sent that text yesterday, I haven't been there since like 1996, so it might have changed. But it's still there. Yeah, it's open. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Del Mar. It's cool. Okay. It was, you know, almost 30 years ago. So sweet. All right. Check it out. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you later. All right, man. Love Love you. you. Yeah, bye.
don't forget, toot your hooter.